luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. It's session eight, right? Yeah. We're in session eight. The jump start. We're Doug and Fiona Pishka, and we're here from Victory Christian Fellowship, and we want to help jumpstart your journey with Jesus or just encourage you on your way. Amen. So we are doing session eight right now. Absolutely, yeah. And if you're wondering what this is all about, this is the first one you're seeing. We have done seven sessions of these jumpstart your journey with Jesus programs. So just scroll on through either if you're on YouTube or Facebook, check out our church website, vcfpa.org, and uh, you'll be able to check them all out and listen to them. The other thing that we have not mentioned in all of the series mm-hmm. is we're also on podcast. Okay. We're on Apple uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and I believe we're also on Spotify. Okay. And so, if you are just traveling through, don't want to see a video, you can check out the podcast. Even the podcast itself has a video. Okay. Of our service, the Apple um, Apple podcast. So we'll get into today's program. Yeah, you know, uh, this particular program is about developing and growing in the knowledge of God. Yes. You know, God wants uh, His children to develop in the spirit to develop knowledge and just like a a natural parent wants their child to develop you know a parent doesn't want a child to be a child for 20 years right (laughs) you know that would be a bit much they actually expect their child to grow yes to develop uh to increase Mm -hmm. you know um they go from not having teeth to having teeth yes from crawling to walking and from walking to driving and right all and that that's stuff. a normal progression yes of development so even jesus grew strong yes and in the stature right he he grew in the grace of in the favor with god mm-hmm. and man yes 
you know, and he, he developed. Yeah, and he uh, developed his um, knowledge of the of what happens on Earth, mm-hmm. and he developed his relationship with God as a person, as a human. Yep. And he had to go through all those stages just like we have to. So, you know, when a person is born again, when they receive Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. as Savior, it's like that they are a baby. Yes. You know, and uh, just as a baby desires milk, you know, they need uh, care and attention and nurture. And uh, then they go through different stages of development. They go from infancy, Mm -hmm. you know, to toddler, uh, to uh, a child, and then... To adolescence, right? And but then the to stages adults. of timing isn't the same as a as a human no. stage. Spiritual growth can can grow much quicker. Yes, there's a quickening involved, and it's dependent on our um, hunger for it and mm-hmm. our attention to it. Absolutely. Yes. And you know, in Second uh, Peter, uh, I'm sorry, First Peter chapter two, mm-hmm. verse one. You know, go ahead and read that, and, and one and two. So it says, wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So it's the desire for the milk of the word. Yes. You know, God told uh, the Israelites, he said, I'm going to bring you into a land flowing with milk. Mm Mm-hmm. And honey. and honey. So spiritual growth and anointing is a type and shadow of like milk and honey. You know, the first verse here, it says, wherefore, laying aside all malice and guile and all these things, okay? Mm-hmm. Those characteristics are the maturity level yes. of the our evil way, our mm-hmm. old man. Yep. Right? That's a well-mature adult Mm -hmm. that is not in Christ. Right. And he's saying, lay aside your adulthood of being not born again from when you were not born again. Your evil nature. Yeah. Lay aside the adulthood of your Mm -hmm. evil nature. Right. And take on the baby, the newborn nature of your new nature. Newborns are pure. Yes. They're innocent. innocent they're pure. Yes. And they have this sort of uh, this um, where they want to explore things. Yes. This curiosity. Yes. That's the word, curiosity. Yes. To explore things, to, um, to touch things, to reach out, to look for things. That's what the Bible, that's what God wants us to do. Like newborn babies, let's drink milk. Yep. He wants yes. us to be pure innocent and reach out for things in his word yes and his word is milk to us absolutely and he wants us to drink his word so we can grow yes we can grow spiritually you know and uh in another uh passage of ephesians chapter four um he talks about where he he put gifts in the church Mm -hmm. like the apostle prophet Prophet, evangelist pastor teacher yes and he said uh these People in this church, they are to teach, train, and equip believers Mm -hmm. and to help them grow. Right. So so that they're no longer babies babies or or child being tossed with every wind of doctrine. Yes. A form of Christian immaturity is believing in anything and everything. Yes. 
anything that shows up, you believe in it. You have to be able to be taught yes. in the word of God so that your, your behavior will, will have a model. Most uh, natural people don't learn their ABCs unless they're taught their ABCs. Right. Right. It could be taught from their parents or a teacher. Yes, but you are taught these things. Exactly. And with uh, with the Word of God, the Word of God's your ABCs. It contains your ABCs mm-hmm. of the kingdom of God, of how God is, who He is, what He can do, yes. all His capabilities, why we should worship Him. The ABCs of who God is and what we worship about Him is in the Word of God. Yeah. See, this this program, Jumpstart Your Journey, it's really about the basics. It's, it's mm-hmm. the ABCs of mm-hmm. following Jesus. Yes. It's the ABCs of the Christian life. And uh, that's what we're just, we're just touching on these things. We're kind of giving you an, an eagle eye view. Yes. But all of these things together will help your journey with Jesus wherever that journey is. Right. Because you know, we're all on different levels. Right. I mean, and look at this. I'm, I'm thumbing through the Bible, the physical Bible here. And it's 66 books. Yes. A full-fledged information. God didn't hold anything back from us as far as what he wants us to know while we're on the earth. He has given us the information. And some of the things that he did, they weren't even able to write yes. in the books. Yes. And that's where the Holy Spirit reveals things to us. Absolutely. So between us and God, we have a communication channel, but we've got to develop and grow it. And the way we do that, so we know it's God talking to us and it's not the enemy, is by coming into uh, a full knowledge of what his word says. And one of the ways that you're going to come into a fuller knowledge of God is continually communicating with him. Yes. You know, uh, God, Christianity is a relationship. Yes. And God called us to himself. Yes. So we have the ability to communicate directly with God Mm -hmm. through his word, through the Holy Spirit. These are two uh, viable, uh, important networks. Mm -hmm. The word network and the spirit network. Yes, and we need both. Yes, you need both. You yes. just can't have one. Otherwise, you'll be missing information. Yes, you're miss, you're, you'll be missing the connection. And, and it becomes, you, you'll be, start rules and regulations. Yes, and if you miss the connection, you're gonna, your growth is going to be uh, hindered. Yes. Or, or yes. stunted. Stifled. Even. Yeah. Yes. You know, so uh, the key uh, to growth is, you know, growing in the knowledge of God means we're going to grow in our love for God. Yes. And our love for people. I mean, it's like a marriage. Yeah. When you first meet each other and you get married and everything else is great. A lot of people have been like, I just want to get married. I need to find a spouse. And they're just excited somebody asked them to marry them. Mm-hmm. Or that they were able to ask somebody to marry them. Uh, but then once you get married, now you're, you need to build a relationship that would be long term. And that would be something that uh, you grow and develop in together. Like side by side, pace by pace. Mm-hmm. And you're keeping track with each other. And nobody is lagging behind. That's what makes a really good dynamic relationship. When yeah. One person is growing and the other person isn't. That's when you start having issues. That's when people want a way out and they don't, just don't feel like being there anymore and all this stuff. And you cannot grow. If, if you don't grow as a person and if you don't start telling God more things about him that you've discovered that you like, mm-hmm. you will have a stale relationship with God. Yes. You will have this religious type of living where you're just going to church every Sunday and maybe on special occasions or whatever. Or I pray every day to God, but nothing really happens. It's 
it's because you're not growing in your relationship with God. God already knows everything about you there is to know. He, the Bible even tells us he knows the number of hairs on our head. Yes. He knows every single thing about us. He keeps us as the apple of his eye. We're the ones that are behind in the information we have about God. And so what we could admire about God. So when you come to a stagnancy in your relationship with God and a staleness in your um, in your Christianity, it's not because God is boring and God doesn't have anything else, you know, like you've done it all. I've been there, done that. It's because you haven't discovered new things about God by appreciating what you already know. So when you appreciate something about God by giving him praise and worship and adoration because you already know, you know, this is what you've discovered and you thank him for it and you love this about him, he will discover more about himself to you. He will dis- not discover, disclose more about himself to you so you have more to thank him for and to admire about him yeah you know growing in the knowledge of god is living like god lived yes like jesus lived he actually showed us he showed us how to do how to live Mm -hmm. and it is acting like god acts Mm -hmm. and it is talking like god talks and i'll add this it is thinking like god thinks Because he said, let this mind be in you, which was also, also in Christ, Christ. Jesus. Yes. That's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to get so close to God that we reflect his character. Mm-hmm. Um, we reflect his integrity. And we reflect um, his nature, you know. And that's how we grow in the knowledge of God. And we ought to be learning more things about God today than we did uh, last week. Yeah, I always say every year. You know, I would say, wow, imagine what I don't know now that I will know next year. And I'm so excited about it because (laughs) I know there's such unlimited things in God that right when you get to one level of scripture, there's another level underneath for you to discover. You know, I heard a minister say uh, recently that there's about 100 levels Mm. of depth to every scripture in the Bible. I believe that. And so every time you see one, you know, John 3.16 has a hundred levels to it Mm. that we haven't. And and in this life, he further indicated in this lifetime, in our realm that we live in, we really could only see four Mm -hmm. as our max. So, so, cause somebody was asking the question, what are you going to do for it? Like when we go to heaven, what are we going to do? Like, you know, we're going to just going to be, a, and he was explaining that on the earth, you can only see up to, and that's like, if you are really mm. a seer and you're into, you know, yeah. you are into levels of things. And so you can see up to level four, the fourth dimension, but there's a hundred dimensions mm. to every scripture. How long do you think that's going to take us? To, you know, we're going to have long stuff time. to do. See, I would prefer to spend eternity in heaven and have a relationship with God about Stuff, than to have to spend eternity in hell being laughed at and mocked for what I missed. Because yeah. that's what the devil does to people in hell. He mocks them. You know, and everybody has in their Bible, I mean in their body, muscles. Yes. And a muscle can grow. Yes. But how does it grow? It has to be exercised. Yes. You have to lift weights and when you lift weights over a period of time, first it breaks down the muscle, then it builds it up, it grows, it expands, mm-hmm. it gets bigger, you can lift more weight. Right, and you have to feed it properly. Yep, you have to feed you it. You have to break down what was there so mm-hmm. more can be built back up bigger. It's the same concept with the Word. You've got to yep. break down your mindset. Exactly. That what you've been thinking about life this whole time might not be right. So you've got to break it down and lift the Word up and decide this Word is what I need to um, 
you know, to fill, to, to put back in the muscle, to build the muscle with and let that be the growth factor in our, in our life. You know, we're we're to grow in faith. You know, our faith is is expandable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thessalonians says, you know, it talks about how our faith grows exceedingly. Yes. Uh, our love grows, mm-hmm. you know, uh, our capacity to receive grows. Yes. And see, that I think, though, you're touching on something mm-hmm. there, the capacity to receive. Yes. I think people get stagnant and stalled from that that point right there. Yeah. The capacity to receive. Because to, to receive from God, to receive from others, mm-hmm. to even reap a harvest of good for what they've sown into the kingdom. That capacity to receive, it's something that you should research more and focus on as a depth, to grow in depth on on the capacity to receive. Yeah, if you can't receive, you'll be choking on what God wants to give you. Right. I heard a minister preach a message on that, your choking point. What is your choking point? And your choking point is the level to which you can receive. God can't give you more than what you're able to receive because you're going to choke on it. And who wants to have somebody who's choking? Exactly. <laughs> right? So you need to have a level of, um, of the capa- your capacity to receive needs to be expanded. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, there are things that you can add to your faith. We'll call them ingredients. Mm-hmm. That will make your faith grow. It'll enhance your faith. It'll enrich your faith. It'll expand mm-hmm. your faith. Mm-hmm. You know, things like integrity and, and love and yes. uh, virtue and all these things. You know, you can find them in Second Peter in the first chapter. And, uh, you know, all these things combined, they, uh, they just uh, grow your ability to uh, understand God. So with this whole, when you become a Christian, you go to church, you know, you should find a church to go to wherever you are. But the church is also a key. Mm -hmm. The type of church you go to, what's being taught in the church, the activities that can and cannot happen in the church, all these things matter. And so in order to be in a growth pattern, Mm. you have to be able to go to a place where they are growing Christians. Yes. They're not um they're not preserving Christians for heaven, but they're growing Christians to function on the earth and still go to heaven. You know, the church is like a greenhouse. Okay. Cuz not every season is conducive for plant growth. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know, in some places like here in Pennsylvania, we have four seasons. We have a winter season where the plants predominantly are dormant. There's no mm-hmm. leaves on them. Mm-hmm. There's no growth happening. They're just alive. They're just mm-hmm. kind of maintaining. Mm-hmm. But you put that in a greenhouse mm-hmm. and they can grow in any season. Yes. So the church is like a greenhouse because it can cause growth in any area. Right. So every any circumstance, yes. any, any life circumstance, you can come into the church your church that you go to should give you this opportunity. No matter what level you are, what life circumstance is happening in your environment, you can come to the church and have factors of growth happening for you. And so that's what, um, that's what you want to look for in a church, and that's where you want to plant yourself. Yeah. But God plants us, but he'll send us to places like this that if we can be planted. If you're not in, in the right church, then your growth will be hindered. Yes. 
and you can only go so far. So we've had people, this is funny to me because I'm yeah. laughing about it. We've had people who've come to us to tell us they really like our church. They visited and they like everything that's happening here. But they're, they're going to stay in their church, which we've never asked them to leave. But they're telling us they're going to stay in their church because they want to see their church turn into what our church is. Well, first of all, you can't make your church turn into something nope. it's not. God has to be the one that's welcomed in to do that. And if the leadership isn't planning to welcome God in, then you're actually sitting in the congregation going against the leadership, which puts you in a rebellious position. So either you find a church that does have the growth factor and what God is doing and what God wants to do that you can attend and grow from, or you stay in the church where you're staying and plan to be at the level that they are already at and where they plan to stay. Those are the two options. But when you are in a church, if you're a member of a church or you're participating as a congregation and you're trying to control what the leadership should and should not do based on what you believe, then you're putting yourself in the wrong position. And that's a good platform for the enemy to come in and to work in your life and to cause chaos in your church yes. and to decide what should happen because of your decisions on what you're planning to do so i just encourage you today if that's your goal like to get your church to turn into something that you saw it's not going to work because it's the the leader whoever is in charge has to be the one to take that role and they have to hear from god you can pray for them but you can't pray in a way that you're manipulating them to become who you want them to be that's witchcraft really when you think about it it's witchcraft it's not it's not how god works god's not a god of disorder so he doesn't like uh bypass order so that he can get his way he puts positions in place to get his word through that's what he does so the bible says he can lift one up and put and pull another one down but he's not going to just change something because you decide that's what i want my church to be if he's already got a place like that and you're close by that's where you should go then you should go there and participate with it but if you decide you're going to be the changer and you're going to be this and you're going to do that and you have no position in which to do it you're you're simply in the pew then then that's being out of order yeah but you know we can clearly see that it is god's desire yes that we grow grow in the knowledge of god amen he talks about it often in the epistles and in different things he expected his disciples to grow into the responsibility mm-hmm. of taking over when he left. Yes, and to do better than what he did yeah. as far as greater work. You know, he said, yeah. greater works that you'll do because I'm going to the Father. Yes. Yeah. So are you growing today mm-hmm. in your walk with God? Are you learning more characteristics about God? Are you discovering new things that you haven't learned before? Are you getting revelation knowledge, you know, how close is your walk to God? If it's not, you can change that. Mm-hmm. And and we want to pray with you today because we want to see you grow. Yes. Uh, Amen. Growing is fun. Mm-hmm. Change is necessary. Mm-hmm. And development is important. Yes. And yes. God wants it all to occur. And it can occur. You just have to have a desire for God. When you hunger and thirst for righteousness, he said, I will fill you. Yes. Amen. So let's... Uh, Uh, Fiona and I will pray for you too. Father, we give you thanks and praise. Thank you, Father, for all those who are viewing this and watching this and and gleaning from this information. I pray, Father, that you are speaking to them now and you're helping them to grow in the knowledge of you. They're, They're developing, they're increasing, they're expanding, Lord, they're maturing as a believer in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. They, they have the milk of the word. They have the meat of the word. 
Thank they you, have Lord. the living bread that comes from heaven. And Lord, I thank you that you have given to us every equipment necessary you, for us to grow. And we're so grateful and thankful that we can. And I declare, Lord, that growth is going to come quicker. Yes. It's going to be more speedily. And uh, there's going to be a quickening of it in the kingdom of God. And I give you thanks and Thank praise you, and glory. Help us to grow now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Yes. It was great to have you. Yes. And our next session uh, will be the final session, session nine. So make sure that you are able to watch that as well. And of course, go to our website, vcfpa.org or tune in on Wednesday nights at 630 p.m. or Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. for our services. Or you can watch our archived services that are already available on our website vcfpa.org god bless you guys have, have a great, great day, day and we'll see you next time bye-bye